Six months later, a thought occurred to her that the fat man had been the catalyst. Her last straw. Her wake-up call. Are you open? the man had asked. His voice had been deep and yawning like the Grand Canyon. Of course, she looked up. The man was fat, even more endowed than her own husband, who'd gained a mere seventy pounds since their wedding day twenty years ago. Fat oozed like soft butter from his great waistline. His black-and-white checkered shirt, though buttoned, gaped to his belly, revealing a matted mass of hair. She tried not to stare at it. The word pig came to mind. Did you find everything all right? she asked. Just ring me up, he growled, scratching his unshaven face. I have an appointment. If someone had said, make a wish, Susan, she would have wished for freedom in that moment. Freedom from the customer and all those to follow. Freedom from her horrible job and marriage. Freedom from unavailable friends and broken-down cars. She would work a bit somewhere else and then travel to some exotic location. Perhaps Paris or Hawaii. Miss! Susan felt the crisp dollar bill in her hand. Sorry, sir, she said, handing the disgruntled customer his change. She watched his back end leave the store. Blubber, bump, blubber, bump, blubber, bump. It was the fat man who had finally given her the courage to take care of herself for the first time. Perhaps it was not a conscious choice, but it was definitely a choice. She left work that day, never to return, got on a bus, leaving her rotten car in the parking lot, her fat husband wondering where she'd gone. She hadn't looked back. Occasionally, like today, when the hotel lights burned deeply into her skull and her eyes felt heavy from the tasks of serving, she would remember. The terrible times when she tried to get pregnant. His anger about her job, or the way she folded his underwear. She would think about the way he spoke to her, hardly, and then harshly, as if the words he had meant to say to her long ago needed to come out now in one heated rush. Also, the short moments of tenderness, her broken-down heap of a car that had still managed to get her to work, the donuts and candy bars that always made it into the kitchen cupboards, and then quite naturally were fed by him into her open mouth because he always shared what he bought for himself. All those moments that made her life one with him. And now she was left with an aloneness she couldn't begin to understand. Jenny? The pounding on Susan's front door made her blink. She would never get used to her new name even if she lived to be a hundred years old. She stood, walked to the solid piece of wood, called her door, and peered wearily out the keyhole even though she didn't need to. What is it this time, John? Tonight, John was wearing some sort of pullover sweater and blue jeans. His short red hair was combed down the middle and splayed to either side like the opening entrails of a fish. She might have laughed if she hadn't cared for him. He was the dorkiest, skinniest man she had ever met, albeit the nicest. Cup of sugar? She could see the white cup held eagerly in his left hand. He pushed it forward to the keyhole. I'm tired tonight. She removed her eye from the keyhole, wondering if he blushed. 
He always turned red whenever she spoke of anything having to do with sleep or darkness or her new down comforter. She wasn't sure why unless certain words created in him a desire for something he would never get from her. Was it her imagination, or could she feel him going red beyond the door? And he was probably grinning, too, now that he had managed to breathe a little more evenly. Come on, Jenny. Oh, all right. The deadbolt cracked heavily. The double set of chains flicked to the sides of the heavy door, and she turned the knob of her upstairs room.